0: Hello and welcome to Saltwire today for Wednesday, May 18th. I'm your host, Kate Walker. We begin today with news of the resignation of Jacques Dubé, the chief administrative officer of HRM. A statement from the Halifax Regional Municipality says Mayor Mike Savage and members of council accepted Dubé's resignation, which is effective December 31st of this year. There was no reason given for his departure. Dubé has been CAO since September 2016 and will continue his role over the next six months until the position is filled. Taxi rates in Halifax are increasing by 16.1%. Many transit services have been slammed by high fuel prices on top of two years of slow ridership due to the pandemic.
1: For the last two years, um, during the lockdowns where there was very little mobility, uh, we would uh, lose about 70% per week.
0: Their hardship was acknowledged yesterday when Halifax Regional Council passed a recommendation to increase taxi rates by an average of 16.1% across all fares, the first increase since 2012. Since the average distance of taxi trips in HRM is 4.7 kilometers, most customers will see an increase of 14.58%.
1: So a short run, a run from uh, from your home host to the grocery store, will go up, you know, about a dollar and a half, two dollars, maybe. Um... And, but a run from, from downtown to Clayton Park, downtown to Cole Harbor, it's sort of the longer runs, w- won't go up 16%, which is the increase. Uh, they'll go up uh, a few dollars, maybe $4, because it depends on where you're going. But enough that we can still make them affordable, not, not a, you
0: know, a gouge. Some companies like Casino Taxi have imposed a fuel surcharge because of the record high prices for fuel. The new rate is effective immediately. The Mass Casualty Commission resumed today in Dartmouth. The public proceedings into the April 2020 mass murders in Portapic focused on witness testimony today. Witnesses Staff Sergeants Jeff West and Kevin Surrett, both now retired, were the on-call critical incident commanders at the time of the tragedies. They were there today to speak to the Command Post, Operational Communication Centre and Command Decisions. Witnesses scheduled yesterday and today were called to address material factual gaps and give context regarding their roles on April 18th and 19th, 2020. Testimony was also to give information about the decision-making in areas that include things like containment, scene management and use of resources, organization of the command post and at-scene command posts, communications within the RCMP and with outside agencies, interoperability with other first-responding agencies, policy, training and preparation for critical incidents. A candlelight vigil is being held in Halifax tonight to honor the life and legacy of Palestinian journalist Shireen Abu Akleh, who was killed on May 11th while covering a raid by Israel Defense Forces in West Bank. Akleh was a prominent reporter with the Arabic-language news outlet Al Jazeera, best known for her coverage on the Israel-Palestine crisis. She was shot while wearing a vest with the word PRESS printed on it. The vigil organized by Free Palestine Halifax is happening tonight at 6 p.m. in Victoria Park in downtown Halifax. No one was injured when a section of a former school collapsed onto a sidewalk in Halifax yesterday morning while being demolished. It happened shortly before 10 a.m. at the old St. Joseph's Alexander McKay Elementary School on K Street. Concrete, bricks, and some steel from the two-story building filled the yard and pushed the two-meter-high chain-link fence cordoning off the site across the sidewalk while filling it with debris. The fence ended up in the grassy area between the sidewalk and the street. Some bricks and smaller pieces of concrete went completely across the roadway into the yards and driveways of homes across the street. No one was walking on the sidewalk or driving on the road in the area at the time. A Department of Labor spokesperson said that stop work orders have been issued to to the contractor under the Occupational Health and Safety Act, and the department is reviewing all demolition plans and the demolition zone before work can continue. The Saltwire series on military injustice by columnist Paul Schneiderite exploring how an officer's life and career were ruined by the Canadian military justice system continues today. In part one and two, Major Tim Dunn helped a Soviet journalist defect to Canada, only to be accused by military police without evidence of passing classified information to the Russians. In today's part three, that investigation comes up empty, but Dunn is still told he'll never be trusted again. Then he finds out he's now been targeted for a special security clearance
2: there was no reason for it because the investigation concluded that i'd done nothing wrong and so there was no need for a special security update i asked him about it, and he said oh this is what we do this normally uh, as a matter of routine in circumstances like this I said, circumstances like what he said, well you were investigated yes but there was i you didn't find that i'd done anything wrong so why the update that and, was,
1: and, and that was the last straw for you, wasn't that's it? That's pretty
2: well it. Yeah, uh, I, that's when I determined that I was just being targeted uh, and harassed by the military police for no reason.
0: And you can read Paul's full story and watch the entire video on saltwire.com. We'll be back tomorrow with part four. It's time now for a glimpse of today's Thinking Out Loud with Sheldon McLeod. Today, Sheldon is speaking with Steve McKay, who was successful in using his Twitter account to document dozens of accidents to push council to make his neighborhood safer.
1: Is it going to happen in a few weeks? Did they say it'll be in a month? Did they say, or did you get um, that detail?
2: So on Friday, I sent an email to uh, Way Mason and Lyndall Smith uh, saying, this was after a crash on Friday, um, saying, I, I want, I want, action and I want dates and I was told that the city was considering looking at putting in four-way stops and that's pretty much all I heard back from uh, Councillor Mason Um, and then yesterday I heard back from Councillor Smith on Twitter that uh, it will be two four-way stops on one on Columbus and one on stairs and that it will be a mid summer timeline for install. So probably over the next couple of months.
1: All of this uh, is in great measure because of the pressure and and, and the awareness that you brought to this. Uh, are there any lessons in this that, that other people might want to take away
3: from it?
2: Um, if you, if you see something going on in your community, uh, talk to your neighbors. Um, you know uh, i I don 't think this change would have been done in a, in on this in this amount of time if it wasn 't for me talking to the broader community and finding out how much support um, I had for for pushing this issue
0: and for sheldon 's full conversation head to the opinion section of SaltWire.com. dot com. Time now for the Atlantic Sports Wire, brought to you by the Nova Scotia U18 Major Hockey League. Let's go to Scott Squires.
3: Floorball is a sport I discovered a couple of years ago. And on today's Atlantic Sports Wire, pleased to be joined by Daniel Cox from Premier Sports. Daniel is a head coach and a trainer, wears many hats. But, Daniel, what is floorball?
1: Well, floorball uh, introduced to me uh, just a year and a half ago is a sport that uh, combines uh, a lot of uh, soccer or also known as football in Europe and, uh, and hockey. And, it, uh, and it's kind of a hybrid of both of those sports that, uh, that brings some of the best of both of those sports together uh, in a fast, fun and exciting um, sport that uh, is played by hundreds of thousands of people in Europe and is a growing sport internationally.
3: What's the status of Floorball in HRM and in and around the Halifax area?
1: Where Floorball is right now is it's, it's, it's growing uh, to the point where we are very excited about uh, the future and are already looking to uh, bringing uh, a program to the national and even international stage out of Halifax.
3: How can parents or people that want to play or get involved, how can they do so? What's the best way to find out information?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So there's a very easy uh, website. Uh, the website would be premier sports, as you see here playpremier sports.ca. That's hrm.playpremiersports.ca.
3: sports.ca. That is Daniel Cox from Premier Sports and talking about floorball and HRM. Check it out, it is a lot of fun. In Halifax, I'm Scott Squires for the Atlantic Sportswire.
0: Thank you, Scott. On to weather now to see what's coming up in the forecast. We're going to check in now with our weather specialist, Alistair Alders.
4: Thanks, Kate. Well, after clearing late yesterday, the clouds did roll back in today along a cold front, but really it wasn't a bad day. We do have some wet weather to talk about, but the upcoming long weekend not looking too bad at this point. This evening, we will see clearing. The temperature will be near 10 degrees, but heads up overnight, there could be a risk of frost for inland low-lying locations. We'll start the day on Thursday near 5 degrees, but it could be a touch cooler for those inland low-lying locations. Heading into the afternoon, we will see a high of 18 degrees, going from mainly sunny conditions in the morning into a mix of sun and cloud during the afternoon. Likely a bit cooler on the coast, near 10 degrees. Now, a weak disturbance will move through the region Thursday night into early Friday, bringing some showers. So just to heads up for that we do clear out throughout the day on friday though and a ridge of high pressure will develop over the region as we go through the upcoming long weekend that means temperatures will be climbing likely peaking on sunday we could reach the low to mid 20s but obviously a bit cooler on parts of the coast so not looking too bad temperature wise there will be some sunshine in the upcoming long weekend forecast however some weak uh, frontal disturbances may bring a chance of showers at times but not a washout by any means at this point the upcoming long weekend looking pretty good. Kate.
0: Thank you, Alistair. That's all for now. For more extended video and full online articles, stay tuned to saltwire.com. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at SaltWire Today. I'm your host Kate Walker. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you back here tomorrow.
2: Every day we rise.